0: Welcome to the InfoSec Career video series. This series of short videos will provide a brief look inside cybersecurity careers and the experience needed to enter them. Today, I'll be speaking with InfoSec skills author and Paraben founder, Amber Schroeder, about the role of digital forensics analyst. So let's get into it. Welcome, Amber. Thanks so much. Uh, Amber, let's start with the basics. What is a digital forensics analyst and what does a digital forensics analyst do? What are the day-to-day tasks?
1: So an analyst is the one that's going to go through and do your imaging of your computers, your mobiles, cloud, get capture all the data. So that side of it. But they'll also start going through and start doing the analytics. So putting the pieces of the puzzle together to figure out what happened, where the data was found, who was involved, the who, what, when, where all the W's get involved with the analyst.
0: Mm-hmm. Are there different levels of digital forensics analysts? And if so, do the tasks change in these different roles or is it an is it entry level kind of thing?
1: No, I mean, they do change. There are different levels of it. Um, obviously, there's career path in it, of course, but mm-hmm. um, you'll get specialty, specialty. So that's the biggest difference that's happened okay. probably over the last five years is that you'll get someone who only does mobile, only does computer, only does right. malware, so on and so forth.
0: Got it. Uh, how does one become a digital forensics analyst? Is this a, a entry level position, or do you need some experience first? Do you come to, from other other directions?
1: You got to have some mad skills, of course. Of but, course, <laughs> uh, you can go out and you can pursue different different ways to do it. So you could go get a degree. There are digital forensic degrees now. One of the mm-hmm. many components of cyber, um, you can go through and get certifications, um, which there are a ton of great ones out there. Infosec has them, obviously. Um, certified hacking forensic investigator, so C-H-F-I. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big one is you actually have to have developed skills. You can't just go like, I know nothing and I'm going to start today. There's a right. lot of foundational knowledge because this is a process because it is uh, technically a type of science. So you mm-hmm. have to know all those processes before you can start. So you can't just walk out the street and be like, oh, I'm an analyst. I'm good.
0: Got it. Uh, so what what skills do does a digital forensics analyst need to do their job well in terms of whether it's soft skills or whether you say as it's a hard technical skills that you can't walk off the street with and, and already have?
1: Uh, for the hard technical skills, obviously, that's understanding computers, how they actually operate, because mm-hmm. you're really at the core. It's kind of like when you walk into a great bakery, you're like, these cakes are amazing. I totally can make this at home. And then you realize I need to understand all the ingredients to make a great cake. Same thing with digital forensics. You got to know all those ingredients. And on the softer side, you actually have to be a really good writer. Mm -hmm. No one ever talks about that, but you write a lot of reports and you even have to be a decent presenter because essentially you're conveying a lot of technical information to someone who is non-technical. That's why they brought you in in the first place is to find all the needles in the haystack and they don't even understand what hay is. So you really are in that (laughs) process. So You've got to have a, kind of the soft skills of writing and uh, I don't even know if writing is a soft skill. It's
0: and almost, presentation. almost like you almost need to be like a translator in certain ways. Then. A little bit.
1: Yeah. You're like yeah. a nerd translator. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We got this high level thing and we have a CEO who still gets their emails printed out for them and uh, you need to make them understand why this is a problem. Okay, so um, uh, what are uh, this is I feel like this is a very tool intensive uh, uh, job. What are some common tools that digital forensics analysts use?
1: Um, They're going to use. Well, my favorite is they're going to use a lot of gloves. (laughs) It's just you're touching other people's data, Um, but (laughs) um, you're going to use things like write blockers. So you're going to use some hardware devices to prohibit any writes that occur between you and the computer while you might be imaging it. Um, you're obviously going to use Faraday technology to block signals onto mobile devices. And you also are going to use a lot of software, both yeah. open source and um, proprietary. You get mm-hmm. a combination of anything from like autopsy on the open source. That's the top open source tool in this okay. space to practical proprietary platforms. Obviously, Paraben makes one, the E3 forensic platform. You've got FTK and Case. They've been around a long time as well. Those are all out there, and there's sometimes new emerging tools that do one specific thing, like fantastic at internet history, and that's all the tool does. Again, you have more screwdrivers in the toolbox when it comes to digital forensics than probably any other discipline in cyber.
0: With regards to open source software, is this the sort of thing that you would encourage people to just sort of grab these things and start tinkering around with them, or do you need to have the sort of theoretical framework?
1: I think you should tinker around because that mm-hmm. way you're going to know if you actually like the processes that are done every time. Um, I'm one of those that has been in the industry for 30 years. So I I started tinkering around. That's how I got my start in it. And in doing so, I was like, wow, this really syncs with my brain and how I go through the process. And it felt comfortable to me. I knew this was a space I wanted to stay
0: in. So where do digital forensics analysts work? What type of jobs, job options are available uh, to them?
1: Well, if you want a super public job option, this is not it because you are definitely (laughs) in the back of the house. Um, Any mid-sized company up to large companies typically have a digital forensic analyst on staff Mm. that will do work, usually internal investigations versus doing something external unless you're with a consulting firm. Mm. If you love to travel, this is a great field because Mm. you can work with a consulting firm and you can travel the world. They will be thrilled. Um, And it also has very strong public sector. Whether it's federal, state or local, there are digital forensic analyst jobs at every one of those levels. We're kind of everywhere. We're just the introverts in the back of the room that are hiding a little bit.
0: Okay, so so there are some cases where a forensics analyst is sort of on staff for a certain company. But for the most part, it sounds like you're doing consultancy work. You're doing almost kind of freelancing work. Is that is that a reasonable explanation?
1: Um, it's about a 50-50. It's really down okay. the, the middle. Any type mm-hmm. of large company you can think of, they would have an analyst on staff because they're going to generate enough internal work that they right. need to have someone internally.
0: Okay. Um for people who are afraid of making the wrong decision and feeling locked into a certain role, can you move into other roles from digital forensics analysts? What is what are some common pivots out of uh, out of that work and into other things?
1: Obviously, because I come from this space, I feel that digital forensics is one of the cornerstones of cyber because we touch all the other things from pen testing to intrusion detection. Usually, you'll produce some type of evidence that you want analysts to go through and review how that puzzle got put together in the first place. So, I think there's a lot of ways you can pivot once you have these skills to those other fields. You can go to managerial. Um, A lot of the directors that I see at some of the larger companies. Most of them started in digital forensics. It was a good place for them to get their investigation side going.
0: I see. So um, I guess to wrap things up today, for our listeners who are ready to get started, what's something they can do right now once they turn this video off that will move them towards the goal of becoming a professional digital forensics analyst?
1: I know it's going to sound silly, but you can always start on those soft skills. So you can work on your writing skills. You can work on your presentation skills. And the big one is go out and, and start researching. A lot of times we don't know the problem. We have to go and learn about it. So, oh, this brand new app came out. We know nothing about it. So we have to go and put those pieces together. That's a great way to get started because you're going to find out if that's something you want to keep doing. I actually love the research side. So I have I have probably 15 phones on my desk right now I'm doing different research on. And that's an interesting aspect to me. So that's a great way to start or start looking at your own devices. If you enjoyed looking at your own data, you're going to like looking at someone else's.
0: Oh, that's great. Uh, Amber Schroeder, thank you for your time and insights today. I think this was really interesting. Thank you so much. Uh, And thank you all for watching this episode. If you'd like to know more about other cybersecurity job roles, please check out the rest of Infosec's career video series. We'll see you next time.